Hello listeners this is Yateshni and I am your host for the first ever episode of From Mandas to Kovals intriguing temples and their intricacies This podcast has been created with the sole aim of rediscovering our temples and sharing about them with everyone interested big or small In this introductory episode I want to begin with one of the temples close to my heart more specifically close to home Today you're going to hear all about Kurungaleshwara temple. This temple is located in Coimbatore, Chennai in Tamil Nadu and is one of the oldest temples in Chennai. The main deity of the temple is Lord Shiva. According to the inscriptions on its walls, the Kurungaleshwara temple was built by Kulatunga Chola III and developed by the Vijayanagara kings. This makes it a part of the medieval Kulatunga Chola period. and is almost 1500 years old the ancient scriptures also reveal that coimbatore was earlier known as kosenagar koyatipuram and prayachatapuram the locality earns its name from a legendary story that happened at that very spot we will definitely come back to it later the temple itself is situated in a sprawling space of more than 22500 square feet Amidst the busy and noisy Coimbatore, it boasts of a large tank within its premises and a 16-pillared mandapam with several beautifully carved sculptures depicted through them. These include but are not restricted to Venugopala Swami, Virabhadra, Sandikeshwara and others. One can also spot scenes from Ramayana if you have a keen enough eye. The entrance to this temple has a seven-tiered Rajagopuram adorned with images depicting stories from the Shiva Purana. History tells us that this was the same place Lavakusha faced against his father, Lord Ram, king of Ayodhya. And since the need for a rewind, so let's rewind. We all know the basics of Ramayana. Sita Devi got kidnapped by Lord Ravana through a series of nefarious plots and was saved by Lord Ram with the help of the Vanara kingdom. But the story does continue after that. When Lord Ram overheard a mere dobi, a washerman, speak ill of Devi Sita's fidelity, he reacts by sending Devi Sita to the forest to appease his citizens. All because he believed he was first and foremost a king to his citizens and only then her consort. Coimbatore was formerly a dense forest where the ashram of sage Valmiki had been located. and this is where devi sita took refuge lava and kusha were born here and raised as hermits unknowing of their true heritage of royal rights one fine day lord rama conducted the ashramedha yagna at ayodhya and the horse was sent southwards the ashramedha horse reached this place on its course as was the yagna those who resisted the horse's path meant to incite a war and those who allowed free passage were understood as subordinates to the king that had begun the yagna and were expected to pay tribute unsurprisingly lord ram's sons lava and kusha stopped the horse subsequently rama sent a battalion in search of the horse when the battalion encountered lava and kusha the boys defeated the strong cobs sending them back empty handed lord ram's brothers Bharata and Shatrughna were also defeated. 
Finally, an enraged Lakshman came, and he was also defeated. A very baffled Lord Ram came down to meet them himself. A fierce battle ensued. Sage Valmiki eventually stepped in and made the children realize that they were fighting against their own father, and vice versa. After this, Sita Devi left for her mother Bhu Devi once her children had been happily reunited with their father. This temple thus has become known for familial unity and togetherness, as Shiva was the cause for Lord Ram's family reuniting. The neighborhood's name comes from Ko meaning horse, Ambu meaning arrow, and Pedu meaning fence. When Lava and Kusha caught the horse sent by Rama in a fence made of arrows. The presiding deity is Kurungalishwarar, and the goddess is Tarmasamvardhini or Aram Valartanayake. The Stalaviksham, that is, the sacred tree of the temple, is a jackfruit tree. By fighting against their father, Lava and Kusha were afflicted by Pitrudoshan, and by fighting against their uncles, they were plagued by Gotramdoshan. They sought the help of Sage Valmiki for a remedy and he advised them to worship Lord Shiva. The boys then built a huge Shiva Linga and started worshipping for the sin of fighting against their father. The Shiva Linga was huge and was difficult for the boys to reach and perform a puja. Hence, Lord Shiva shrank himself and became a Linga of just under one feet high to help Lava and Kusha perform puja with ease. Since he shrunk and narrowed himself, he has been called Kurungalishwara, since to shrink or to narrow is Kurgal in Tamil. He can be hardly seen as it is always covered with kavachams and flowers. As Lava and Kusa worshipped here and were relieved of Pitrudosham, devotees who worship here will also get the blessings of their Pitrus, that is, their ancestors. It is believed that one day, Kulatunga Chola in the 12th century accidentally ran over the Shivalinga with his chariot wheels and blood began to spurt and ooze out of the ground. Only after that, the Shivalinga was unearthed and the temple built. Ambal Dharma Samvartini has the Sannidhi next to Kurungalishwara on his right side. She can be seen in a standing posture facing north. She is seen having her left foot forward to indicate her willingness to come down and give darshan to her devotees. The temple's speciality is that, unlike any other temple, the Shivalinga faces north. There is no other Shiva temple where the main deity faces north, towards Kasi. Thus, this temple is believed to have equal sanctity as Kasi's. It is also considered a place to achieve salvation. Worshipping here on a Pradosham day gives you an equivalent of 1000 Pradosha Darshans and Darshan on Sunni Pradosham, which is a Pradosham on Saturday, is equivalent to 10 million Darshans of Pradosham Darshans. Pradoshans are very important and celebrated grandly. The 13th day after full moons and new moons between 4.30pm to 6pm is called Pradosham. Idols of 63 Nayan mosques can also be easily spotted around the main shrine. Apart from the crowds of worshippers, the temple also boasts regular visitors of cobras that often pay a visit at dusk. 
It is believed that if people worship Sarabeshwara for six weeks continuously by lighting two lamps and going around the 16 pillar mandabam nine times, they will have their prayers answered. Unbeknown to anyone, there is also a Siddha Samadhi or Sage Shrine beneath the Shivalinga. It is unknown who is precisely, but honestly speaking, what are the chances of it being Sage Valmiki's? That is all for today. Thank you for listening. Like, share and subscribe is so overrated. So all I can ask for you is to keep coming back. And do drop feedbacks if and when possible. After all, a beginner's best friends are their critics. This is Yateshni signing off for today.